Hi, thank you for listening to Be You Unapologetically podcast. I am your host, Kyra Carlin, and I am so freaking thankful that you decided to listen to this podcast. I am a passionate entrepreneur who is obsessed with helping others show up unapologetically. Here's the thing. I spent my entire life showing up how I thought I was supposed to because then I was going to be happy. It was once I realized that when I would show up as myself unapologetically that I was going to start finding my passion and my purpose, which was helping others do the same. I take my job very seriously with helping you through my life tips, my life tricks that I have had, and some stories and rants that you're going to hear along the way. I just want to thank you for listening to Be You Unapologetically podcast because this is what's changed my life. Hello friends, welcome back to Be You Unapologetically podcast. I'm your host Kyra Carlin. I'm going to give you full disclosure. My dog will not leave me alone for this episode. We have tried multiple times and we have had scratching, clawing, all of the above. She just wants to be next to me. So if you hear weird sounds, this is hashtag real life. Hashtag I'm going to talk about the fact of this is me needing to take my very own advice. So um, here in the last couple weeks, I have really felt myself shift out of the way of like putting myself first, the going back into old habits of always, always giving and never giving to myself. And it takes a toll on you whether or not you realize it or not. I heard on a podcast today, um, something about the, like a routine. You don't notice what it does for you until you don't do it. And then it's like a ripple effect of like, Oh, why am I being short and agitated? Why am I feeling short tempered? Why do I feel annoyed all the time? Why is everything making me want to snap? And it's like, if you can reverse engineer instead of attacking or thinking like something's wrong with you or something's wrong with them and that's why you're feeling like this you have to really step back and be like okay what am I not doing for me so we're jumping right in friends obviously here we go um I heard this saying like forever ago and I don't know where I heard it heard it specifically but I remember when I heard it thinking to myself like holy crap how freaking true so one of the things that the saying is that you will always inhale. And I'm pretty sure it was probably during a workout that I was doing and I was, you know, probably grasping for straws, like listening for any cue of that we were gonna, the workout was almost done, I was almost over. But I remember hearing, you will always inhale. It is your job to control the exhale. And I am definitely a person who I love analogies. I love putting things into perspective. I love putting different scenarios with different parts of your life. So when I hear that, it is so true for so many things. So like, let's think of running. Maybe, maybe you're not a runner. If you can run, you're a runner. One of my best friends told me that, and I have never forgotten it, but let's just say you are running, it is so easy to get out of breath. And it's like you maybe you feel like I can't catch my breath. But what typically is happening is like you're inhaling so much, but you're never putting out. And I think of that for like a morning routine. And while I have done many episodes talking about the importance of a morning routine, I have found firsthand how important it is, especially during this season of life where There are a lot of things that you personally do not get to control or things that you cannot decide how much you are needed. For example, like if you are a mom or if you are a wife, 
especially right now if you're a mom and you're doing some kind of even half stay at home, full stay at home, whatever it is, you probably have somebody else who is needing you 90% of the time. So to think that whenever you make the decision that you are going to make a change, you want to feel better, you want to have more patience. I'm going to tell you right now, that does not mean that the rest of the world is revolving around you and that it is going to agree with you and it is going to make everything easy. To be honest, it's probably going to be the exact opposite. So when you make the decision, like, I just want to feel better. I want to tell you right now, before you think it's the decision of trying or being better that makes a difference, it's the decision to show up every single day diligently in the practice of what is going to make you feel better. So your kids are not all of a sudden going to need you less. You're not all of a sudden going to have to do less work or you're not going to have to cook less or do dishes and all of the above, right? Because so many times in our mind, we think if I could just decide to do better, if I could decide to eat healthier, if I could take more time for me, if I decide that I want to work out, all of a sudden I'm going to just wake up and have an extra 30 minutes. Newsflash, no, you won't. It comes down to the decision to make time and make it a priority to make that happen. So what I'm saying is that your kids are not going to need you less. There's your inhale. You will always inhale. Your kids will always need you to help them, take care of them, especially if you have younger kids. Or maybe it's part of your job. Like maybe you were having, maybe you're an essential worker, or maybe your job never quit during this time. And you are feeling the pressure of you know, the fact that maybe you didn't get the break, maybe you didn't have the time off, maybe you haven't had a chance to quote, breathe, you will always inhale. So the outside factors will not change just because you decide that you want to do something different or you want to feel different, right? So it's your job to control the exhale. It's your job to decide what you're putting out. It's your job to decide what you're taking time for. So for me, morning routine is crucial because I know that once that clock hits 7 a.m. or really 6.30 is whenever my day starts for other people, that their things that they need from me, my responsibilities for them, they're not going to get any less. They're not going to be different. I have to make sure that I'm taking time for me because if I leave it to chance, if I leave it it to hope and hoping that I'll feel like coming home and doing a workout after I take my kids to school, hoping that I get work done, hoping that I show up for myself, hoping that I write down gratitude, you will always have something come up if you leave hope to be the determining factor of your schedule, okay? So for me, that means Even though I work from home, even though my kids go to school, even though, right? Even though so many things, even though this happens to me, even though this is going on, even though it doesn't matter, I still have to get up earlier than the rest of the world for my family because I know that I can only control the exhale. I can only control me. I can only control how I am, how I am being, how I am reacting to my life. When so many times we try to control the exhale, we try to have less responsibilities. We try to have, you know, I want to have more time to myself. I want my family to not need me, you know, 24 seven. I need to not A, B, and C. Like you're trying to control the inhale when reality, you will always inhale. It's your job to control the exhale. So the morning routine for me is like, I'm getting up an hour earlier. Do I like it? No. 
sister. Like, this is me telling you, I don't know if you think that there, I always think there's really not a morning person and a not morning person. There is somebody who decides to get up early and someone who doesn't. Because I know that if I wait until I am getting up to responsibilities, I am in reactive mode instead of or reaction mode instead of preventative or, you know, I'm sure there's a really good play on words on that, but I just genuinely cannot think of them right now. But if I wake up at the expense of someone else needing me, I am always in defense. There we go. Instead of being preventative, being an offense. So I have to get up early and take time for me. And maybe you're like, what does that mean? If you do not follow me on social, I have an amazing IGTV that I have done. I've done a YouTube video. I have done uh, the new reels that are really awesome. I just have to sit in gratitude. Um, I have to reflect on my day before because so many times we can even have that spark of like, I'm doing so good. I'm going to do all the things. And then one thing is going to send you into a downwards comparison spiral of you're not enough or you haven't done enough. Whereas if you sit in gratitude every single day, you recognize like, you know what? I am really good. I have done this. I have done a lot, those kinds of things. So for me, I have done a morning practice for years and I have found different things that are helpful and other things that are just check marking boxes. And so instead of finding things that I feel like other people wanted me or needed me to do for their product, I just created my own because once again, if you are an entrepreneur, if you are somebody who is pushing for more, if you are an achiever, especially if you're an Enneagram 3, you just want to get ish done. And for me, I found myself almost just check marking boxes by showing up and doing what other people thought I should be doing versus what was actually blessing me. So I created what I like to call my good morning routine. And I practice gratitude, five things that I am grateful for that happened yesterday. And I don't mean generic gratitude because this is super easy to do. It's super easy to be like, I'm thankful for my house. I'm thankful for my husband. I'm thankful for my kids. Generic gratitude is something that anybody can say. Anybody can say, I'm thankful for my husband. I'm thankful for my kids. I'm thankful for my house. But when you are very specific at a time or an instance, a moment that brought you joy, and with this good morning practice, I have this made for my girls specifically in my boot camps. Um, I have everything broken down for them as to what I mean and why it's super important for me. But the gratitude, it has to be specific of a time or a moment that when it happens, you were like this, this is joy. This makes me feel good. This makes me happy. This makes me proud. And it can be simple things like family dinner on the patio. Like maybe that could be generic if you were thinking about it. But for me, I remember when we were just all sitting there on the table, it was like, these are the things I prayed for. It was a moment that I found myself being like, I want to remember this. And the reason why gratitude is so important, especially in the morning, is because what happens is if you are looking for it, you will find it. So instead of you being like, well, hopefully I find something good throughout the day. No, you know tomorrow you're going to have to write something down for your day. So you spend your whole day looking for it. And that has been a huge game changer for me. Next thing I do are five affirmations. And for me, these are affirmations that I am achieving to be true. I used to write down dreams and goals that I could achieve someday. And honestly, I want my affirmations to be something that I am always going to work towards. So one of mine is I am an exceptional wife. 
I don't ever think there's going to be a finish line or an end goal where I'm going to be able to check mark that box and be like, I did that. Instead, I want my affirmations to be like, what would the best version of me look like? What would the best version of me be? And I am an exceptional wife. I am a patient mom. Once again, I'm not going to have a finish line for that. And one of the other ones that is very important to me is I am a messenger of God's word. I know that there's never going to be just, okay, check mark, I did that. And I like having that reminder every single day so I can go into my day feeling better and reminding myself, okay, how would I act in this moment? Would an exceptional wife do this? Would a patient mom do this? And I have, it gives me that little reminder and I catch myself wanting to show up better and doing better so that I feel better. And then the other thing that I do that's super important, and it is one of my actual very first podcasts that I did, is has a spot for brain dumping. Um, Y'all, I'm not a doctor. I just know what's worked for me. I know that I've battled anxiety. I've battled depression. I have battled overwhelmed for my whole life, I feel like. So these are things that have helped me battle those demons and do it effortlessly, like versus you know, a long, long practice and hoping and praying that it works. These are just little routines that I have done that have helped me. And brain dumping is something that truly you will cause yourself anxiety by thinking of one or two, maybe let's go with three, three things that you have to do for the day, but you will say it to yourself in a different manner, in a different way, three times. And then so you think you have nine things to do when reality you have three things, but you want to make sure that you don't forget. So you say it to yourself in a different way, in a different tone with some different words and maybe a different analogy. That is where you find yourself going into your own self-induced overwhelm when it was completely unnecessary. So what I do, I write down just, just like literally brain dump it out, word vomit out, write it down. What is everything you have to do? And write down the every single thing, like put the laundry from the washer to the dryer, clean the kids' shoes, or I mean everything, write it down. Because more than likely what's going to happen is that you are going to write down four or five, maybe six things at the most, and then you're going to be like, why was I so overwhelmed? And here is where you have to do this part to get to this, the second part of this. So once you have your brain dump done and you have everything written down, then you go over and it's three must-dos that you have to do today. What three things could you do today that if you got those done, you're like, man, like today was a good day. Today was productive. Today I moved myself forward. I moved my business forward. I moved my self-love forward. Like I took care of me. What three things out of that brain dump are the most important? And the last part that I have is a spot for like a reflection of your personal development. So for me personally, I do devotional, I do affirmation cards, and then I also listen to either a podcast and or an audible book. And so I will like write down the the title and then I will just kind of give notes of like, what did I want to remember about that? And the reason, same thing with the gratitude. It can be super easy to consume a book and have no idea what you read for 10 pages. Has anybody else ever done that? Whereas if you know, it's like a book report, the reason teachers have you do book reports is they want to make sure that you're actually consuming the content that you're supposed to be reading. So whenever you are supposed to be writing something down, it makes you way more present when you're looking for it, you will always find. So I'm looking for practices that I want to remember that are going to be like, that's right. So whenever I go back and I read my good morning journal, 
from six months ago, I can be like, oh, I remember that feeling. Oh, I remember when I read that. I remember how that impacted me. And so for me, you have to control the exhale. The inhale is always going to happen. You're always going to breathe in. You're always going to have stuff coming into your life. It's how you put out, how you react that makes the biggest difference. And if you are wanting to put your best foot forward, you are wanting to be way more offensive than defensive, then you have got to battle up and put on your armor. And for me, it starts with my morning routine. It starts with putting time into me first. And that also includes self-care. Self-care in many, many forms and not just one time a day. Sometimes I know for me personally, my workout routine is 100% mental. The physical part that comes from it, it's awesome. It is definitely gives you those endorphins. It definitely gives you that dopamine. It gives you happiness because you are working and moving your body and then you feel confident. You definitely just feel better in your skin. But in all reality, it's the serotonin being released of how you feel whenever you do your workout. And then it also is including things like doing your nails if that's what makes you feel good, getting your hair done, you know, it's the littlest things for me. Also, the other thing, and it sounds so crazy to the people who do not find joy in this, getting ready every single day for me is self-care. And it's not that I'm worried about how I look, but it's how I feel. It's how I feel whenever my energy shifts so that I feel like myself. I feel better. It's not that I'm hiding behind anything. It's not that I don't feel worthy without my makeup. It is the shift of energy when I make me a priority. When I do in my hair and makeup, I know I cannot be doing anything else. It is solidarity time to myself. And for me, it's kind of like the confirmation that I spent time on me today. So for me, that's what I do. And it has been one of the biggest blessings, especially during this time of working from home. And you don't know if it's Monday or Thursday kind of thing. If I can just give myself time and get ready most of the time, listening to personal development while I'm doing that, I am growing and making myself but felt, making myself feel better and giving myself joy. So I'm going to challenge you. This week, I want you, even if it's a, quote, hard week, even if you're feeling overwhelmed, I'm going to ask you, pick something that you personally can control. Pick something that you can use as your exhale, because once again, you will always inhale. It's your job to control the exhale. Thank you guys so much for listening to Be You Unapologetically podcast. I would appreciate it if you could subscribe and maybe give me a rating for what you love about this podcast. I appreciate all the reviews and your love and support means more to me than you will ever know. 